If you've been looking for the number one podcast that features both Brad and David talking, you have found it right Right here. Welcome to Brad and David Talking, brought to you by Horrible Haikus, everyone's favorite offensive poetry game, available at HorribleHaikusGame.com. Get 15% off today with code HORRIBLE15. Well, Brad, here we are. It's another episode of Brad and David talking. It's so nice to look at you from across the table. It is a nice experience to see you. I'm not wearing any headphones, so I'm I'm guessing I, I sound okay. I don't. I'm, they're they're not plugged into anything. I don't, I don't hear a thing. I'm not even sure we're recording. Eh, we may not be. We have done it before. I think where we didn't record. Yeah. 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 Right. Probably. But that's okay. If right. that's what happens, you know, that's what the universe wants for us, and uh, it's okay. Right. I think it was just a really good warm-up, you know. Exactly. Well, I think today we're going to go straight into it. No warm-up. Should I select a topic for us? Oh, yeah. Get your fingies in there. Each episode, we select a random topic out of the bowl, and uh, we discuss it. So, we don't know what we're going to choose. I'm choosing one. It is streaming services. Streaming wow. services. Wow. We've had two kind of uh, serious ones in a row here. We, um, well, I'll tell you this. Streaming is the hot hotness. It's what everyone does. Like they, the sun? It is like the sun. It is the center of our universe right now. Uh, everyone streams their music. Like a blister in the sun? Uh, you can listen to that on a streaming service. Oh. Violent Femmes? Yeah. That's right. Violent Femmes. Um, so streaming services include video. They include audio. I guess we could include a lot. I guess anything, right? Audio yeah. books. Yeah. Podcasts. It's, it's any of it. Um, there's a lot of it's, things. It's media. Streaming. Consumption. Uh, yeah. I mean, everything has gone to that model. I guess it all started mostly, I guess we can credit companies like Netflix for better or worse. Yeah, Netflix was the, they were the pioneer. They were I mean, they, they were kind of like, they were the trailblazer. No, I gotta, I would question though, I almost think more of a trailblazer than them, I gotta give credit, is YouTube, which is not often included in these conversations, <laughs> but is actually the largest streamer. I think because streamer. initially it was not a TV product, people don't view it that way. But now it's like it comes standard. Like if you buy a Samsung TV, it's like ah, the YouTube. I mean, they even on. have a button on the remotes yeah. nowadays. Yep. It's like and Netflix YouTube and YouTube, yeah. right? Um, now with YouTube, I was reading about this recently. Eight percent of streaming. Now keep this in mind: streaming right now, of streaming video specifically, streaming video services, only thirty-three percent, or give or take, is streaming. That's what captured. The rest is uh, linear. And uh, uh, network. Yeah. So those a third is network and a third is linear cable, right? So only a third of, of people consuming video content is streaming. Of that third, eight percent is YouTube. Okay. I think about five to six percent is Netflix. Really? That's right. Wow. And below that, strangely enough, uh, where's TikTok on this? TikTok, I, I don't have the numbers on, but I'll say, because uh, TikTok is not necessarily, I wouldn't really count it. It's like on the border. It's like, it's not a streaming service. It's not a subscription that you supply to. It's not something you go to uh, 
uh, to pull like something you specifically that you want. It's something that you go and you discover new content, right? You can follow people, but most of it is in the discover feed where it's just right, one thing after I, that, I right? heard a thing, and I don't know if it's true, because <laughs> these days, who knows what if right. anything is true. Right. Um, but it, it was that, uh, it was some incredible percentage of like um, people under the age of 30 they use TikTok as their primary search engine. I, I'm not surprised by that. Like that—that's baffling, though. It, it's a—it's concerning. Uh, I've, I don't that's use TikTok. Super concerning. I'm, 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 I don't use TikTok. I may even be anti-TikTok. I have a lot of concerns about their um, ownership uh, by a Chinese uh, company. I don't even care about that. I'm just saying, like, look, right. if, if just your average person can put things out, and that's what you're searching for, for like. Factual information, like, whoa. Well, to be fair, you're that's searching bad. on Google. You don't know if that's all factual, regardless. Anyways. I, I don't know if it is, but right. I, I'm going to feel a little bit better about my odds of sorting through and being like, oh, this is from NPR. I feel like I can generally trust them. Sometimes. Yeah. Versus this is from, like, DVD for democracy dot edu dot sure. gov dot right. Plus.com. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that though we're entering into an age where we're trusting not just uh, sources from the past, but we're finding new sources that we trust. We're finding new people that we trust, and we're going with that. And so I would say that these streaming services, I would I would define them specifically as, you know, subscription or, or even ad-supported services, I would count those, you know, these free ad-supported television we're calling fast TV channels or anything like AVOD, it's advertising video on demand, something like that. These are, I would classify, but really what we're talking about is the attention economy. That's the term we're talking about and talking about with TikTok because it's all about not just like, all of a sudden we have something like TikTok, which is an app competing with Netflix. Now, when you go to the app store for Apple, for example, uh, the number one app in entertainment is TikTok. Yeah. In, now, it's not in the photo video category, which YouTube is and Snapchat and Instagram are. Uh, they're not social media, which it kind of is. It is in the entertainment. So that is directly competing. Now, is it a streaming service? It doesn't really matter. Is it competing for your attention? Yes. Is it getting people's attention, like you were saying, while they're searching? Yes. So that's where we are. Now, but but how, how long is it until TikTok gets into the full-on traditional streaming game. I don't think it will it, be. You, it, not you, in this country. Do you think they're going to stay out of it? Because I think they're going to be banned. You don't think they're going to create their own... Well, they already are in Montana. They're, they're going to be banned. <laughs> I, are they going to create original content? Uh, I don't see the value in it. When you look at the majority of these streamers, first of all, streaming as it is, as it is, is a loss business. No one is making money. No. Disney lost billions of dollars last year. NBC with Peacock or Comcast lost billions of dollars. Paramount's losing money. Uh, I'll get back to Paramount in one second. Netflix is the only one in the black. And because most of what they're creating, their content, they don't pay as much for licensing anymore because a lot of that content has moved to these individual buckets of these streamers where they pull back their original content not licensing it to Netflix as much anymore. Um, so, but the majority of what Netflix is creating right now is original, and most of it is dog shit. 
in my opinion. I, I find most of their original stuff crap. Obviously, there's the Ozarks, there's the Stranger Things, uh, the Tiger whatever, and the, the Squid people, and, and the other stuff. So, but the so majority why, of it why is Why do crap. these streaming services continue to create content if it's not generating revenue? It's a great question. I mean, you, you know, you look at they're uh, in they're in they're in a bizarre. Uh, what I mean, you know. HBO has like Barry and there's Succession as well, right? right. Um, you've got that, and you have things like uh, Apple TV with Ted Lasso, like huge mega hits. Right. If these aren't making money, why are they even doing them? It's a great question. They 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 are thinking long term that it's going to come around. I think it's I think it's <laughs> to what? That's a great question, and it's not going to. You're going to see more consolidation. This is like underpants gnome theory. It, it it's magical thinking, is what it is. <laughs> because you look at so uh, HBO has less than one percent of of that uh, captured thirty percent of streaming. Right. Um, interestingly, also at one percent, up against uh, HBO, Pluto TV. Owned by Viacom, Paramount, whatever they're called nowadays. So Paramount Plus, which you know has Pluto TV, basically the same company. The, their free ad-supported version is capturing one percent. Pluto doesn't, or sorry, Paramount Plus doesn't even show up on that. Now maybe with Paramount Plus, so their ad-supported is outperforming. Right. Yes. Wow. And they're pulling in billions of dollars uh, with that ad-supported service. So that service is making more money than their paid service. And that's where all this is coming to. And that's why we're seeing the transition that we're seeing right now is we're seeing streaming go from premium, ad-free, which we've been enjoying for years. You can watch everything you want to watch on the push of a button. But now they're pulling content off there so that you have less variety so they, they can control that. And they're also adding ads to all these tiers. They're adding an ad tier at Netflix. They're adding an ad tier at Disney and uh, Hulu already had it and Paramount and Peacock you, and all the Do you feel the like they've services. kind of killed themselves a little bit though? Because like at this point, like for a TV show, if you're like, I'm going to stop you every eight minutes to do ads for two minutes. At this point, people are so adjusted to not having that. It's gonna be full on revolt. Like, well, you would think people, that people are gonna like tolerate that shit. You would, you would think that, but I, no, uh, I, I, I think I, we're I, wrong. We're the exception because you and I grew up watching TV. We hated it. We loved DVDs. <laughs> we dealt with it. Like, yeah, we I mean, dealt yeah. with it. But then we had DVDs, and we loved watching DVDs and not watching ads. Streaming, I think, is the same thing. But like I said, the number one streamer is YouTube. Which is ad supported. Now they do have a premium tier, but that but premium tier is nowhere if near. If it's minimized, that's one thing. Like again, it, look, hey, if I'm gonna watch a two-hour movie and you're like, hey, you, you've got to watch two minutes of ads first if you want to watch this movie. Right. I'm gonna be like, okay, like I'll do that. Like fine. But if it's like, hey, I want to watch this 30-minute episode, and you're like, I'm gonna stop you every six minutes, and you're gonna watch this shit, it whether is you want tough. it or not. I'm going to be like, fuck this. I don't have time for this. Like, it is tough. I'll tell you this. They treat it like a drug addiction. You know, like you when you watch these ad-supported services, in my experience, where I usually watch the free ones. Yeah. Uh, so I'll watch, you know, whatever that is. Uh, like there's, um, my favorite thing is how Amazon Prime, you know, you get Amazon Prime, you get Amazon Prime Video, right? What they've successfully done is moved a bunch of their content off their uh, premium version onto their ad-supported freebie. Right, so I don't care. All I need Amazon Prime to do is deliver my packages in two right. days. You're instead right. Instead of saying it'll be there in two days, right. and then it shows up in three weeks, and that's what it is doing now. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, like, that's what so it's doing. So you watch these ad-supported services, and what happens is you watch the first one has one ad, 
and the ad probably was a minute. And then you watch another what, episode. What is the ad for? Uh, probably dog shoes, if we're lucky. Oh, I was going to say dog food. Oh, and dog food. Yeah. Dog food and shoes. So then the next ad, the next episode you watch probably has one ad, but it's maybe a little longer. What's that and then ad for? Probably the same thing. Because okay. what happens on these streaming services, they show the same ads over and over and over and over until you go crazy. So then by the time you get to the third or fourth episode, all of a sudden, you're getting two ads. What are those you're for? Get, Probably the same, and that's the thing. You watch the same ads back to back, and it's again the same thing over and over and over. Um, I mean, it is really a bizarre business, and you're right. Why would any sane company trying to make money get into this business? And you know what? I don't know. And that's the thing is, I think that leads directly to where we are. We work, we live in California, in Los, Los Angeles, and in Hollywood right now, we've got the writer strike. Yeah. SAG is going to strike potentially. DGA is potentially going to strike, and um, we're because of this business model and because of what Netflix has pushed and been successful at. We're seeing that um, style of production, which is low cost, low budget. Uh, you know, um, trying to pump out. Uh, just mediocre stuff or acquire mediocre stuff at a, at a good price. We're seeing that change the industry across the board, which is why we're seeing a rejection of that model uh, with the unions. Now, will they be successful? Only time will tell. Um, but these streaming services are not going to be around forever. I think we're going to see more consolidation. We're going to see Amazon buying one of them. We'll probably yeah. see Warner Brothers maybe merge with Paramount or Peacock. We could see, you know, Amazon buy uh, whatever. I mean, at this point, I, I think we'll only be left with the tech titans who have cash on hand, like Google with YouTube, Apple, Amazon, Disney. Like that's pretty. Maybe and maybe Netflix. You're gonna have four or five, four or five streaming services. But Amazon could buy Netflix. Microsoft could buy, come along and buy Netflix. I mean, that's more likely that we'll see these behemoths. Does it ever feel like Amazon is just like? The, the monster lurking in the weeds and oh, absolutely. just going to like consume everybody well as an aside today I saw they're launching their own telephone or cell service that's for only Prime, Prime members so I don't know how that's going to work but that's more data than they need you know they, they've they've got their hands in everything um, now who to trust I don't know you got to trust somebody as I'm often told um, <laughs> do, do, do you or trust but verify as, as <laughs> they said um but yes, I, I you know I, I think as far as the video model, it's been very unsuccessful. Now, the audio model of these things yeah. seem to be completely opposite, which is bizarre because in these video services, we're seeing you know they all want their own bucket of content. They don't want to share buckets; they want their own bucket. With music, you could sign up for Apple or YouTube or or Mike, whoever it is, and you get every song ever made. Whoever you sign up for, you get almost every song ever right, but, made. But that, I think, is the insanity of it. Is it, it. There's such a larger catalog of music than there is of like visual right. material. And it's like you get the music catalog for 10 bucks a month. And yet the video stuff, they're like, it's going to be $79.99. And it's like, oh, why? Right. Why? It's, well, it's just so disproportionate. And especially when you know where like most of the money and residuals and everything else, it's going to the actors. It's not going to 
the writers. It's not going to like all the fucking people that worked so hard to make that thing happen and work well. I don't know. It's, it's, it's bizarre. I guess with music, you have less entities involved. Well, I think with music, what they've already been successful successful at pulling every bit out of it and screwing the artist as much as possible. Oh, they've they're, already, they've they're already, really good at that. They've yeah. already done yeah. that, you yeah. know what I mean, for years. And so they've already figured out how to do that. I mean, it is a mess. I mean, I do enjoy having every song at my fingertip, but it is a mess when, you know, each, first of all, each streaming service pays their musicians differently per, per stream. Um, and um, that's ridiculous, mm-hmm. first of all. And then uh, even what they are getting paid, even the top tier of them are, are getting paid pennies. Pennies on the dollar. Um, is that fair? I don't think so. I'm a big fan of supporting artists directly. You know, I've thought about canceling it and going back to purchasing music directly from artists through their websites or through their independent but, but stores th- or whatever. But they're so connected to that pricing now right. that they don't charge what they realistically should get for their art. Right. You know, so they're saying like, well, if people are getting a subscription for nine ninety nine. I gotta sell my album for for this low price because like they're they're just like th- everything is out of whack. Like the the scales are so tipped already. Like there's no there's no point to any of it. I mean, the only way these artists can make anything is by going on tour. That's, That's right. it. Selling tickets, going on tour. That's right. Which I mean, I guess is good thing for the fans i mean well people are after the covid dark times and people are 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 clamoring for events and and live music so i think it's a good time to be a performing artist in public if you can you know if if you're a legit artist that you can (laughs) but if you're one of the the people that was good at recording and shit live like you're fucked well i think we're seeing a a change you know um and i think across the board we're seeing just a change in the video and audio uh, worlds. I mean, a lot of that had been, again, we're going back to ads. A lot of the music world uh, obviously used to be run, you know, radio, obviously ad-based. Uh, that's mostly gone from music. I, I think the only ad-based music you're really listening to is either a radio app or uh, YouTube. Again, that again, that's one of the largest places to listen to music, yeah. just like it was one of the largest places to stream video. They've captured both those places. And they have also worked on capturing the other place I would maybe throw in with streaming, which is podcasting, which had a huge surge during the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, and we've had a big contraction now. Uh, and a lot of that had also to do with advertising. The advertising model was, it was cheap to make, and you could put ads on it. It could be really niche. Uh, what we saw is that there's too many, uh, which is why we needed more niche content like Brad and David talking because oh, there were no sure. other podcasts with Brad and David talking. No, there were there were literally none. How else there would people were, hear this? Any others? How else would people discover what we're talking about Look, if not listening to this podcast? Exactly. And when you have a sponsor like Horrible Haikus Game dot com, Game dot com, you know it's like. You, you got to put that out there. You got to get that out to the world. You got to get it out. And I think that's, I'm okay with that. Like I, I, of all the places for advertising, I don't mind hearing it 
in the podcast. I've never minded that. I still listen to radio. Like on my the problem with radio. the podcast is I there's a couple of podcasts that I I love the podcast, but it's the first six minutes are just ads. Sure. Well, you can. The good thing about podcasts you, is you so, just like thir- fast forward thirty right. seconds, thirty seconds, that's thirty right. seconds, thirty seconds. Now until that's gone. And that yeah. may happen. Like again, uh, we're we're in the gold. We're in the early ages or stages of that. Where I think, just like with streaming, like remember when Hulu was yeah, free? It's going to be cut off at right? some point where you're like you can't fast forward. Yeah, I mean, and that's when I'm like, I'm going to stop listening to that podcast. Probably there yeah. will be some of those. Like, I mean, I I'll listen to a minute. I'm not going to listen to six minutes of ads. No, it's too much. Uh, I think, and that's the, that's the whole thing like we were talking about before, like. There's a balance between what they're selling, which is really the ads, yeah. and the content creators, and that's really the balance, you know. I think it's a little bit like know your consumer. Like if if there was an ad on a podcast and it was like PBR buy me, I'd be like, fuck, I should buy PBR. If <laughs> like they didn't take up any of my time, I got to my podcast right, right. and like, shit, I need a Paps Blue Ribbon. I mean, it can work. I, I'm not anti-advertising at all. There are th- sometimes, occasionally, something I'll hear. PBR, like, why me? Wow, I need some PBR for some reason. Yeah. But there, it occasionally works, you know what I mean? Or informs me as they try to say, like, it helps you discover something you didn't know you were looking for. An unknown unknown, if you will. <laughs> um, I find that a little bullshit, a little magical thinking. It is a little bullshit. But, um, you know, I, 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 I like... At least now we're in an age where we have access to more content. More yeah. of this stuff is available. I think we're like I said. I think ultimately we're gonna we're in the stage right now where we're seeing a contraction. How I think many this streaming contraction will services continue. do you subscribe to? Do I subscribe to? Yeah, currently. I currently have or, access or to max. I think I have uh, about eight or nine. Okay. If wow, I, that's good. Like on the top of my head, uh, there's you know you're a supporter. Well, there's YouTube. Yeah. Obviously, Apple TV, yeah. Amazon Prime Video. Yeah. Uh, I canceled my Netflix because fuck them, because raising the prices. Keanu? Keanu? Um, and then there's a bunch of other ones, you know, obviously Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus, you get in the bundle, and uh, HBO Max, it's called Max, it'll probably be called something new tomorrow. And then we've got Paramount Plus, and um, I think I'm even getting something, a free trial on something right now. I'm trying something out. Wow, so you're you're in. I watch a lot of content. I enjoy I enjoy it. Good. I'm in. But I'll tell you this. Even with all those nine streaming services and practically every TV show and movie known to man at my fingertips, I just want to sit back and watch MacGyver for the hundredth time or Gilmore Girls or yeah. Twin Peaks or something that I know or the news yep. or a podcast or a sports match or game or whatever the heck it is. I I like, but the fact that it's that. still available for you to watch, yes, that that's a value. I mean that that's a weird thing. Like, hey, anytime I'm feeling like shitty and down, right? Like I'm going to IT crowd. Like sure. that that's my go to. Like, hey, I want to just laugh. I just want to laugh and feel good. I go find IT crowd and like that's it. Right. And I think that's... and, and without a streaming service, like I. I Fuck, I might not have that. And you would never have discovered it either. 
you know, without no, the story zeros. No, no, I wouldn't have. And that's what I was going to say. My final thing I want to say about all this is I find that with all these streaming servers, the discoverability issue is one of the biggest things for mm-hmm. me. I spend a lot of time reading the trades and newsletters, trying to find out what's hot, what's not, what's worth watching, what's not, because there's so much content out there. I don't want to waste my time. And I've certainly wasted my time watching the first episode or first few episodes of shows that I was like, I got to give it a try. I've heard good things, blah, blah, blah. But it was absolute dog shit. Absolute crap. Waste of time. Um, you but know, on the reverse side, like you can have that with like, I've had things of like, oh, my parents are like, oh, we, we watch this thing. Watch this. And I'm like, okay, it's my parents. <laughs> like, what, what am I really going to get myself? It, but, you know, it turns out they've got pretty good damn taste well i think normal folks usually do i I like to read the ratings reports i've been reading recently seeing what's actually doing well um what i find most interesting i have all these streaming services and my favorite thing nowadays i go on paramount plus and they have these channels and they're ad-free channels because i pay for the premium uh, version yeah but i can go on there and they have the comedy channel and I can go and click on Frasier or Cheers and just watch them. Or I can just see what's on the comedy channel and be like, oh, I love this one. And growing up with cable, with network TV, I loved the discoverability, the, the serendipity of just happening upon something, whether it was a great episode or a show or a movie that I haven't seen in a long time at a great part or something like that. And I miss that serendipity as opposed to I'm always having to go out and search as opposed to just something finding me. And I miss that. And we don't get that in a lot of these streaming services. So what I think we need to see is we need to have these premium services. They all need either a shuffle button and or they need to all create channels. And then we're going to need a central hub for all these channels to be able to be discovered. And hopefully they'll be ad-free. Then Probably some will be with ads. And then, oh my God, we just invented cable. We're going back to cable. Oh my God. And it's come full circle. Well, you know, I'll tell you this. I'll leave you with this. Cable was always awful. No, we we're not paying our for version. too much. No, our version's great. You love it. Yeah. Our new version. Well, then I won't say anything bad about it. It's great. We'll leave it on a high note, though. Yeah, no, our, our cable. I hope we solved all these uh, issues and yeah. celebrated all the positive yeah. joys yeah. of streaming. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, send them in an email, and we may look at it. And uh, we might not. But either way, we appreciate you and thank you for listening. Yeah. And you can find us on your favorite streaming service. Not really. Just listen to us on the newsletter or a podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the number one podcast that features both Brad and David talking. Remember to check out our sponsor, Horrible Haikus, everyone's favorite offensive poetry game. Available at HorribleHaikusGame.com